How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Good Life Podcast. I'm your co-host, Austin Hartman. I'm your other co-host, Jake Locke. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Good, good Life. Life. All right, Austin, what's going on, man? How's it going, baby? Uh, I'm doing good. How's your November? My November's good. Went to the Notre Dame Clemson game this past Shh. Saturday. Greatest event, best event that I've been to, I can say, in my life. Crazy game, sitting right back on the end of the end zone, saw the block punt, saw the pick six, saw everything. It was awesome. How was oh, yeah. your weekend? Pretty good, pretty good. It was chillax. Um, just crazy hectic week, so yeah. had a kind of a chill weekend, so Staying busy. it's good to have. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no, it's good to hear what we'll be talking about today, Austin. So we're going to talk about um, how difficult it is to get a job after college and what yeah. the difficulties are. Yeah, so the transition from college to the workforce where your career, because uh, we both know, you know, just starting our careers and still being in college that it's a complete different world. Um, yeah, so this is going to be exciting. This is episode four. Still getting a ton of good feedback on, you know, the videos we post, the clips we post, the podcast in general. So it's exciting. And if you want to make us start it off here, Austin. Yeah, so um, just starting us off here, I'll start us off with a ba- uh, the basic of like mm-hmm. what you can do to help yourself like get a career after college is proactiveness. Mm-hmm. Always being proactive, keeping on your stuff. Um, what I like to do is make a list. And so what I, I've been reading a book um, called Living Forward. And so what it has you do is um, it's about life planning. Mm-hmm. And so what the book wa- walks you through really is just setting a life plan for yourself. So it has you write anywhere between 3 to 15 pages mm-hmm. of just your life. Like what your plan is, what you want to accomplish, what you want to do, and give yourself a time frame. Mm-hmm. And so with setting yourself up for that, it just makes it very helpful to have a plan. Right. And so which helps you then be proactive mm-hmm. and keep that stuff rolling. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think planning is one of the best things you can do. Uh, for me personally, I have a one-year-out plan, a two-year-out plan, a five-year-out plan, a ten-year-out plan. They're all very different, but it's all important to staying on track and not getting uh, going sideways. And it's a good reminder for when you're having a tough time or you're struggling with something. Just know that's your goal and that's what you want to accomplish. I personally, I don't know a lot of people that plan to that extent. I think it'd be great if everybody did it. Oh, yeah. And being proactive, obviously, making plans and stuff like that, it's very helpful. So that's one of the things we want to bring to the table for you guys is just um, giving some ideas. So we talked about like the goods, the bads of social media and stuff like that last week. Mm-hmm. We also want to bring to the table of stuff like how you guys can take it away and um, help you guys live the good life, too. So we'll be going into that and helping you guys what, get jobs after college. Absolutely. What, what do you think the biggest difference between college, a person in college and a person in the workforce? Like, what are the differences? Um, what sticks out? So I guess that's my question in general. So um, really what, for me, it's uh, the experience and your skill set. Mm-hmm. So obviously what college does, um, anymore, like, yes, it's a lot of knowledge and stuff, but anymore, really all college is, is showing that you can sit down and do something for long term. Mm-hmm. So that's really what employers, because after your first job, no one really cares where you go to school. Nope. They just, like, after your first job, you really shouldn't even have where you go to college on your resume. Like, it, it should be on there, but not, like, a huge section, like, like student and what you did in college, just... Your GPA, what school you went to, and your major. 
But, like, after that first job, no one's really going to care where you went to school. They're going to care about your experience and your life and stuff like that. In my personal opinion, I believe that experience goes far, uh, far, a lot further than if you went to Ohio State or if you went to Michigan State. Um, do you feel like the gap between, so let's take, like, a school where we go, Purdue University, Fort Wayne. So we have Purdue University, Fort Wayne, and then, like, a Indiana so we have those two schools, and then we have an Indiana compared to, like, a Harvard. What gap do you think's bigger? And do you think, like, is it worth is it worth going in the middle ground with IU, or is it worth to go to a PFW or to go the whole nine yards with going to Harvard? So it's really what you're, depend- like what you're trying to do in life. If you're going for a doctor or something like that, um, mm-hmm. it's just dependent on, like, you're going to get a better education if you go to, like, Harvard, obviously, because you're paying more. But um, if you're going business or anything like that, if you're going education, go to a small school. Because, like, I know for Purdue-Fort Wayne or IU-Fort Wayne, at the end of the day, it doesn't say PFW. It just says Purdue. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to know, like, no no one's going to know if it's Purdue-Lafayette, PFW, PFW Online, or whatever. It just says Purdue. So you're saying if, we, if the person went to PFW, they're getting more value by saving money. Rather, instead of going to a middle ground of IU... They're getting more value, and they're not getting as much value as going to Harvard, which is, in my opinion, that stands out bigger in your resume than IU. So you're saying the PFW student is is getting more value in the long run than uh, the Harvard person? Well, it obviously it depends. Like, I'm if it's gonna, a business student, if it's a business student, yeah, you, you 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 would say the yeah. PFW student gets more value. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. If you look at it, um, with the amount of money that they could spend. Um, at Harvard, mm-hmm. I don't know what the tuition of Harvard is, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's astronomical. Uh, well, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm just trying to, because I've always thought about that. Why would you go to an IU or a Big Ten school when you can either go to, either try to go to the big dogs or just stick to like a PFW or a local community college where, honestly, I don't think the, I don't think the knowledge you get at Big Ten schools is any different than what we're getting right now. Yeah, and a lot of the reason like you go to the Big Ten schools anymore, mm-hmm. I feel like, because you're not going there for your education. You're mm-hmm. going for the college experience. Oh, right. Yeah. And so if you uh, like, if you want to pay for the college experience, have at it. But if you're going for career... Well, don't get me wrong. I think the campus experience is cool. Uh, we walked around Notre Dame this past Sunday, or Saturday's pardon, and I, it was a great time. I, I was thinking, man, this would be amazing to go here. And then my girlfriend reminded me that we'd be $200,000 in debt. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, well, and I feel like when you're trying to get a job out of high school... People either have an uncertainty with their major, so they waited too long, and they didn't start their internships in the field they are going for, and there's high, high competition. So if you're trying, if you're an IU and you're trying to get a job in the Bloomington area, well, I don't know how many marketing students there are at I, uh, IU Bloomington, but you're going up against a ton of competition. So the odds that you're going to get that's not very high if you don't start early with your internships. Yeah, exactly, and that's what you want to do, too. Um, that's one of the things I was going to bring up is um, as soon as you can, get an internship. Start that social networking as soon as you can. Even if it's freshman year, start those internships. Start bring, uh, yeah. building up that social network. You want to build as many connections as you possibly can, and also it'll help you build up experience and a skill set. And that's really what uh, jobs and stuff are wanting to see mm-hmm. is they're wanting to see how much experience you have in the industry, how much skills you have. 
in that um, industry. And so interning at different places, changing it up each time will help you build that experience up very well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is common knowledge, but the student that interned for two summers is going to do more than the student that didn't intern at all. Yeah, so exactly. it's just as simple as that. That person that interned for two summers, put in the work, they're going to be you know, light years ahead of the other person. Um, what's your experience with internships? Did you get one right out of your first uh, year of college, or did you wait a bit, and where have you been interning? Yeah, so my first year of college, um, I was trying to catch back up with, um, so I originally obviously went to try and yep. stuff like that, so um, I had to pay off whatever that was before yep. I was living all the debt-free and all that, right. so I had to pay off that from uh, my parents and stuff like that, so um Obviously, the first um, semester I didn't intern, I just worked as much as I can. Mm -hmm. I actually was working three jobs at the time. Wow. So I was working at the farm, obviously, Seven yep. Sons. Um, yep. So I worked there full time. And then um, I also worked at Pizza Hut. After As soon as I got off work at Seven Sons, I would go to work um, at Pizza Hut. And I worked there about 20 hours a week. Crazy. And then on the weekends, I would help um, some buddies flip some houses. So mm -hmm. we, would, we I would probably I was working probably around anywhere between 70 75 hours a week during the summertime so absolute animal i know so that first that first summer not really um the second semester the second summer i did more of a business role i was a manager of a local gym mm -hmm. so i stepped up and did some more of the marketing and stuff like that and more of a business role um more so than uh, just a role in general yeah cool and then this past summer, you obviously spent your time at Kelly Automotive. Tell us a little bit about that experience and how that's helped you going into next summer and then when you graduate. Yeah, so obviously I'm a marketing major, so um, a big part of marketing is sales. So that's where I want to en eventually end up is uh, medical sales. So a big part of that is um, understanding the psychology behind sales. So um, you gotta understand. You want to get people on the yeses. You don't want to like. You don't want to say like negative words. You don't want to tell them no stuff like that. It keeps getting them to say yes. So like, um, say you're about to buy a car. You like. Uh, you want them to buy a car. So you start. You, like you come out with the numbers and you want them to say yes to the car and the price. So you get them to start saying yes. You're like, isn't it a beautiful day out? They say yes. They're like, don't you like this car? They say yes. They're like, isn't there a lot of features on this car? They say yes. And you just build that rapport of yeses, and then it'll get them in that mindset of saying yes. Yeah. So then when it comes time to, like, buy the car, they'll, they're will they more likely to say yes because they got that yes in their mind. Yeah, absolutely. sounds like you've taken away just from a summer of being there. I know you worked your way from intern to product specialist, which, which is awesome. For me, the, my first summer, so summer after freshman year, didn't get an internship. And I tell you what, that's probably your re biggest regret I've had so far in college is not doing that. I ran my own e-commerce store uh, that was it was a clothing store online, just run Facebook ads to get organic outreach. Made a couple thousand bucks a month. It was enough to, you know, buy food and take my girlfriend out and stuff like that. It did completely fine. Fast forward to this past May, which is the summer of sophomore after sophomore year. I started out at one resource group as a sales and marketing intern. Got a ton of marketing experience, sales experience. Was cold calling people a hundred times a day, getting a lot of FUs, a lot of hangups, a lot of, oh, John passed away five years ago. It was tough, but I uh, worked my way up to uh, marketing specialist there, doing a whole lot of different stuff uh, for them. Uh, project managing an industry leading technology called integrity for life doing a lot of digital marketing for org private client there and just a whole d d ton of stuff i mean it's crazy from may to now i've learned more than i have at school and i'm going to build on that momentum going into next summer and then the summer after that when i graduate 
So, I mean, internships and everything, I'll be the first person to tell you that. Oh, yeah. And that's what you want to do. You want to invest in yourself. So, yeah. like, yeah, it's just like the stock market. You keep investing in yourself, and you're just going to keep building yourself up more and more. Like, you're just going to have that um, compound interest on yourself. Oh, yeah. And the good and the great thing is, is guess what? You get paid during your internship. I know some are unpaid, but for ours, we are paid, and we're building ourselves up, which is incredible. I feel like now, too, with how the market's going and everything, like, with um, working and stuff, you're seeing less and less, un like, unpaid internships. Yeah. They're pretty much all paid now. Yeah, if you're not paying, you're doing something wrong. Like, yeah. why should somebody have to work a summer just to say they work there? Like, so, um, talking on the internship, so helping, like, everyone get those internships how did you find your internship um so i grew up so one resource group is out in roanoke indiana i grew up in roanoke indiana my whole life the summer before i joined org my family moved up to walkettville indiana a little bit of a weird situation i still knew one resource group and I, that's actually where i wanted to work as is like last february or something i was scrolling through linkedin and i see an internship uh, spot available for one resource group and boom applied uh my boss called me what five days later said you want to come in for an interview did a 20 minute interview got the spot nice. so linkedin i i <laughs> that's crazy because linkedin is so powerful like if i didn't have that i wouldn't even known the internship was available or if they even had interns i asked my dad a few months before that i was like because we we're talking about what i was going to do for internship wise i said i'd love to work at one resource group but I don't know if they have any spots. And my dad's like, me neither. And my dad's friends with the president there, and he had no idea. So LinkedIn, uh, that's how I found mine. What about what about you? What's your experience with getting in touch with Kelly? Yeah, so um, pretty much I always am on the hunt for, like, newer, better jobs so I can make more money, obviously. So always getting better. So um, pretty much always, I'm always surfing Indeed, always looking for better positions, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that's actually where I got my internship oh, was nice. Indeed. I was just surfing the web um, when I was a manager um, at the local gym, and um, I saw um, internship for sales, and I was like, okay, great. And so I actually had seen um, the one resource group sales oh, uh, internship, so it was between those two. There you go. And so um, I ended up taking the Kelly Automotive sales uh, position. Oh, so. man. Uh, I'm kind of glad you didn't go to Oregon. We would have we, we, we clashed heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and we, we would have caused trouble. Oh we would have uh, <laughs> yeah. made it a competition so yeah. you could get more oh, uh, cold yeah. calls in a day. Yeah, get more cold calls, get more leads, get more oh, sales. Oh, but I feel like if you're a junior or a sophomore, junior, senior in college right now, uh, the best ways to get your name out or to find the internships is to go to job fairs, network with your professors, join a club for the uh, for the industry you want to be in, stuff like that. Get out, find, meet new people. I mean, that's the best thing that I advice I could give, and it's the best thing I've done, I've done. Yeah, for sure. And just uh, like he was saying, just social network, like talk to people, like professors, anything like that. Oh like, yeah. <clears throat> if you have a marketing, like I'm a marketing major. So I talked to my marketing professors and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So yeah. just build that rapport with people that are in your industry. That's crazy. We started up uh, a marketing association at PFW a few months back, and we already got employers coming through, and we're giving the freshmen, the sophomores, and the juniors opportunities to work somewhere. And all they got to do is join. There's no charge for anything. They're joining, they're getting internships, and they're getting jobs, and they're developing their skills. And that's pretty, that's awesome, especially if you're out there and you're hungry. The good things are going to happen. Yeah, it's crazy. We just got established. I think what was it last week? Oh and, yeah. Um, we already went to event. It was the um, Better B Business Bureau, the BBB. Yeah, build it's called Build a Better Business by Better Business Bureau. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We started up the association, and uh, sophomores and juniors went with us, and they made connections, and they're going to be reaching out to them and getting uh, interviews. That's crazy. Just by joining one event, that's all you got to do. You just got to take a little action. 
position and you could end up wake up with an internship. Yeah, exactly. If I never reached out to or filled that application for org on LinkedIn, I wouldn't have a job. You gotta take action. Yeah, and it really doesn't hurt. Like, what's the wor- like if you apply somewhere? What's the worst they can do? Yeah, exactly. They're just gonna say no. Like the worst they can do is say no. The best they could do is say yes. So it really like it doesn't hurt to just shoot your shot. Exactly. Like, that's really just go for it. What's the worst if you shoot a, a three pointer in a game? You're gonna exactly. miss. You miss. Everybody else misses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy. And and you know, I don't have any experience from this, but you know, knowing people at PFW and other college students, I feel like they'll get into this drive of okay, I'm gonna get an internship, I'm gonna apply to twenty places. They don't nobody you know, first week goes by, nobody answers them, they get a little demoralized. But the, uh, but a couple people two weeks later reach out, and then that college student never follows up because like oh but they don't want me they're just reaching out. I feel lack of follow up is a huge huge issue, and you just gotta stay hungry, man. If you're going to get an opportunity, I mean there are so many jobs available. You can do freelance work uh, stuff from at home on your computer. You don't even gotta leave your house to work. Oh yeah. So I mean you can work remote. I could apply for a job in California right now if I wanted to. Yeah. And I wouldn't have to leave my house. So, yeah. Yeah, sure. And so one of the other things that um, really hinders um, college students when they're trying to get into that career is not knowing how to interview. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of kids, like, or call, I don't want to call them kids. I guess they're adults at that point. But, right, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say... Um, like they don't know how to interview. They go into the interviews really not knowing what to do. They like they have an idea of what they want to do, but it's not like a great idea. So yep. they go in a lot talking about themselves because they think that's what the employer wants to hear. Nope. Um, nine times out of ten, they don't want to hear just about you. They want to hear what you bring to the table, how you can help their company grow, and why you're interested in their company. That's yeah, exactly. A, that's a huge one. If you can nail that story, I guarantee you're going to get either a follow-up or they're going to want you. Yeah, it's going to stand out a lot more if you talk about what you can bring to the table. Because obviously, they don't want to hear that you scored a three-pointer in basketball in high school. No one, I'm sorry, no one cares. <laughs> oh, maybe I, I care, but your employer won't uh, care at all. What's your experience with interviews? How many have you had? Were they good, bad? Did you have some that were just absolutely terrible or so i've had i think a total of four or five interviews have you yeah so my first one was kind of bad um it was obviously the farmer it wasn't really an interview i just immediately got hired on right um the second one i think was pizza hut and that pizza hut one was kind of awkward like i just yeah it just felt kind of weird and forced because it was like a obviously it's more of a corporate kind of interview mm-hmm. more than ever anything so it was like more awkward i felt what like. about your kelly one that's the one that really matters yeah the kelly one went really well i feel like um uh, they sent me down in front of the i think the ceo oh, wow. and then one of the hr representatives as well oh, wow. and then um they just sat, we sat down and it, um, we did it more like a conversation. It wasn't like an interview. It mm-hmm. was you just keep it light, keep it hearty, yeah. and you just talk. Like it's it's not like we're all human. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, yep. you're not talking like to some alien or something. You're talking to a human. So don't like get like scared or nervous or anything. Like best thing you do is ask the other person questions. Yeah, exactly. And make them talk about themselves. People like talking about themselves and they like talking about anybody else. Yeah, and that's what I really did for um, when I did the Kelly Automotive interview. Yeah. It was I was talking about like what I can bring to the table, what I've done to build um, up my skills in marketing and yeah. stuff like that. So I talked about like um, 
how I would sell people on um, the different packages we offered at the gym yeah. that I managed that and stuff like that. So yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, my interview, I've had one interview in my entire life is with one resource group. Um, you know, for those of you, those of you listening, do not show up to your interview in a turtleneck and a blazer. Otherwise, your boss will make fun of you for the next few months. <laughs> I showed up in a turtleneck and a blazer. I thought it was, okay, everybody do, always does the suit or the quarter zip. I'm going to stand out a bit. I'm going to wear a turtleneck. Lo and behold, a month into my job, uh, my buddy at work said, hey, uh, your boss has been calling you turtle. Why has he been calling you turtle? I was like, oh, I wore a turtleneck in my interview. <laughs> yeah, it's not... It's okay to stand out, but not it was, that It was much. a good look. I, yeah, it was a good look. I, I, yeah, it, I thought it was a great look. Am I going to wear a turtleneck again? To, to an interview? Absolutely. I would, yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. You're going to get made fun of, but you're going to be the best-looking person you, in you, the room. You, you did stand out. Yeah, th- yeah exactly. Yeah. So, But, yeah, my interview was great. lasted no longer than 20 minutes. Really wasn't any serious questions with my boss. It was just... Uh, why you like one resource group or what brought you to one resource group told that story great i grew up living in roanoke always wanted to work for you guys drove by, by your guys' uh, building every day um and told that story they asked me okay tell me about your uh, background with your e-commerce and digital marketing told him that and he asked me what i was doing the rest of the day i told him i'm playing tennis he he said no <laughs> way me and my sons play tennis and bonded over that and boom i'm out i got the spot so did they talk to you about um like your pay at all in the interview or anything or um i i feel like they did i, d- I don't really remember it okay. I, I i think that would make sense yeah so they talked to me a little bit about um pay and my internship like what they were what we were looking at and stuff like that so uh, I just want to talk a little bit about that, like how to bring up that conversation Ooh. of pay and stuff like that, That hourly, if you're hourly pay or salary or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, what I found personally um, that's really nice to do is shoot high and let them come back with a yeah. little bit of low number. So say you realistically know that they're only going to give you 12. Yep. Come to them with 15. There and so then if they're like, ah, we can't do 15, but we can do 13 then yep. you obviously came out ahead. So come with a little bit high of a number, not like an outrageously crazy number, right. like $40 an hour or something <laughs> like that. Come like with a realistic right. number or something like that. I'm just using that as an ex- example. Do your research before you go in. Know what your the position is worth and what you are worth in that position and then ask for that um, amount of pay. Absolutely. I mean, well, if you're going into your first internship, you got no experience, I don't think you should be telling people, hey, I want 15 bucks because I think I should get it. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. But, it but, but if, you're on your, if you're on your second, third internship and they offer you 12, they say we can't, or if you, and you want 15, say I want 15, they say 13, go back and be like, I want 14. Made yeah. 12 at my other job. Made 13 at my second job. Yeah. So I, that, that's my take on it. Um, that, that's a good point of bringing it up. I feel like a lot of young people, you need to know your worth and you need to go after it. I feel like that's a trend compared to, um, you know, our, our previous generations. So where they would just eat it and take a crappy job, take a crappy environment, take a crappy pay because there really weren't a whole lot of jobs. You couldn't just leave and you could you couldn't leave your job and then work remote the next day. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I feel like our generation has a ton of power to do so. You can ask for that raise, and if they don't give it to you, they're moving on. Yeah, and that's the biggest power that you have is the walking array power. Yep. Whoever has that power at the end of the day, they're the ones that have the lead on the situation. Yep, if you got options, then by all means, go do your thing. Yeah. So, yeah, and well, getting back on to, um, you know, the difference between uh, 
college living tour and then starting your new uh, career I feel like schedule is a big thing I feel like you're used to in college you got your classes and then you study and you do a little bit of work then when you graduate it's all work and if you don't have the internships in the summer I feel like that can be a hard adjustment yeah for so, sure yeah I mean for me personally I I have my e-commerce store I work whenever the heck I want I can go on at 2 a.m and start building out stuff. Now I have to be there at eight. I gotta leave at five. So it's just I think it's a little little different. So yeah. So you're saying working for yourself instead of another company? Yeah. We're I guess with school with school. Yeah. I mean, what if you have all online classes and you just do your class when, whenever you want? That's not that's not how work works. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, you can't just do it whenever. Yeah. But it, it is gonna be interesting because I know for me that I'm working thirty plus hours a week. So it's gonna feel, and I'm almost working, or I'm also in school. So it's gonna feel kind of weird once mm. I'm out of school. I'm gonna be like, holy cow, there's so much free time now. I'm not yeah. doing school and work. It's yeah. just like, I just have to work now. And that's when that <laughs> right, and that's when you start working on your side hustles. You start your own business on the side, and eventually your business becomes bigger than your income you're getting, and then you have your own business, and then you can work when you want. Yeah. So it's a whole cycle. It's just a matter of how you play it out and not get stuck in the rat race. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what else you got for us, man? So I want to talk about, um, how you can leverage like the past people that have gone to your college, the alumni. Mm -hmm. So I know, um, there, most colleges have like alumni events, like, um, like even homecoming week, yeah. like, homecoming a week, a lot of alumni show up to your college and stuff like that. Yep. Talk to those alumni, figure out which alumni were like went to the college in the same major as you are mm -hmm. and leverage that become oh, yeah. make that network make a friendship with them talk to them see if they can get you a position at a job or something like that so talk like during homecoming week or whenever you see an alumni or something that's in the same area that yeah, you were heck yeah get with them talk to them figure out what they did what they did right what they did wrong heck yeah and just build off of that yeah definitely and like in your interview with uh if your employer or the person interview interviewing you like, oh, I went to IU too. How you liking it? Use that and run with it because that's a connection that maybe fifty other fifty percent of the other people getting interviewed don't have. Find the little things that stick out and make the connections with the alumni. You never know. Like one of the alumni there could have his own, you know, marketing firm. Go up to him and be like, hey man, I want a spot. I'm just like you. I went to PFW and I'm a marketing major and I'm hungry. Yeah. Boom, you got yourself in a spot just from doing that. And alumni love to see that drive from, like, the next generation. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, if they are the, went to the same school and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, if they see that drive, the hunger in your eyes to be better, to do stuff. They're going to help you out because yeah, they know be like, they, oh, yeah. they're in the same position. They worked hard to get where they were. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so another thing that can help you, though, um, build up after college is um, something that some people struggle with is your resume. Mm. So how, how is your resume looking? You know, you, if you asked me this question about eight months ago, I'd tell you it's looking pretty bad. Really? Now, the past eight months, I've worked, on, I've worked on developing myself, my skills, my opportunities. I like my resume where it's at right now. Yeah. Because I took action to fix it. What about you? Oh, yeah. I'm liking my resume. So I've done some, uh, I've done a lot of, like, YouTube videos and stuff like that, just researching, like, what is the, like, best-looking resume, like, what looks the best. And so the thing that I found um, is a one-page resume. Oh, yeah. Not something too lengthy something that's an easy read that sums up wh who you are as a person yeah. what you've accomplished just one page easy enough so just the past like maybe two or three jobs you don't want a, a long nope. history of like four or five jobs nope. um don't put like if you're in college and you're like junior senior year 
don't put high school anymore. No. Take high school out of education. Yeah. Just put your college education, any um, associations or anything that you were in, and then your GPA, and then your um, the, the year you're going to graduate. Heck yeah, just get involved, man. Just join, join an association. You don't got to attend every single meeting. Just join it. I mean, it's huge resume builder. They show that you care, and you care about being a, a part of your school. If you asked me this question two years ago, it would have been a completely different story, but now I understand the value of it and adding value to yourself and your resume, and it sticks out to employers. Yeah, that's the best way to build up your resume is definitely skills. And yeah. I feel like that's a lot of stuff that kids struggle with in college is building up skills yeah. and stuff yeah. is because they get in such a rut of, like, getting stressed out with school and work and everything like that. And you get stressed out with exams that don't even matter two years later. Like, it's crazy how much, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but, like, you stress yourself out for an exam that it's not even going to matter two years down the road, but, like, it's tough because you want to do good because you need to pass the stinking class, but, like, at the same time, it's crazy how much stress college puts on students, and if you do bad in the exam, you're thinking to yourself, you're talking down on yourself, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to do well in the workforce. How how people in the workforce do this? I've met several people that, you know, they're not the brightest person in the world, but they they stand out in the workforce because they work hard. Yeah, and it's definitely the attitude, too, because, like, I know for me personally, I don't have a 4.0. I have, like, a 3.92 right now oh, GPA, wow. so, but, uh-huh. like, it's not perfect. Like, no one's expecting you to be perfect. Like, obviously, it's better to be perfect, but if you're not exactly perfect, that's okay. Oh, no, it's going to be all right, man. You don't got to be perfect. 3.92 oh, is pretty good. Oh, Are you sure that number's accurate? Actually, I'm positive. I actually po- check, I checked it all last right. time. All right, all I right. scheduled classes, what was it, last? No, two, yeah, weeks, two ago. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, not to brag, but I'm honor student, so I got to schedule classes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got a little chip on my shoulder about that, yeah. so I got to schedule classes a little bit earlier than everyone else, so, yeah. I know. Hey, you yeah. should be jealous. Hey, uh, uh, who's the president of PFWMA? <laughs> who, who's honors? <laughs> <laughs> honors? I don't know what to think about honors. Like, if you're an honors, all the power to you. I'm not, and I feel completely fine about my resume and myself. Well, yeah, it, it does, and it, it, you don't have to be honors, but I, I do get more money off of my tuition for being honors. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Maybe I should be honors. I know you should. <laughs> I'll try it out. Okay. I'll, I'll let you guys yeah, just know. Try, I... try it out, see how it feels. Yeah. Like, you do, I feel more distinguished. I feel better about myself. Oh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. it doesn't just say Austin Hartman, PFW student. It says Austin Hartman, honors, PFW student. Interesting. Okay, uh, let's switch the topic from your honors. Let's. Oh, you let's, feeling uh, kind of jealous? Ooh. Oh yeah, I'm feeling jealous. Uh, you got yeah. pre- you got president in your email tagline? Nope. I got VP. <laughs> Who made you VP? This guy right here. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, last point I wanted to bring up was so I feel this should be common knowledge. I feel like everybody should know this and understand it. But just try and be likable. In your first couple months at work, don't be a douche. Don't be annoying. Don't be that guy that complains. Just do your job. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself and find a new job. Yeah. But if you love it, let people know you love it. Let let people know that you're working hard and that you want more opportunities. Don't mope and complain and then not do anything about it. And don't let people know you're moping and complaining. Bring good energy. Oh, yeah. Bring good energy. Be a friendly person. Like... I, that's my act like you're with your group of friends when you're at work. That's how I take it, and it's done well so far. Yeah, especially going into like sales and stuff. Like, your job, or even marketing, your job mm-hmm. is to become friends with people. Yeah, that is the job that you just chose. Yep. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, be grateful for what you got and just for the love of Pete, please just act like you're liking it. <laughs> don't don't get the don't get the rep of the guy that hates his job and can't do anything about it because you can. You can yeah. do something about it. So So I got a random question here for oh you. Let boy. me fire this off at you. I'll see your baby. Favorite movie. My favorite movie. Can, can I put uh can we do like a trilogy? Yeah. Okay. Lord of the Rings. Really? Lord of the Rings? Yeah, better than Harry Potter, better than Star Wars, better than Narnia, better than anything you like. Shh. What's yours? I'm going to... I'm gonna. He, I already know what he's going to say. Wait, 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 okay, let, let's go this. What do you think I'm going to say? You're going to say Harry Potter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew. <laughs> Harry, yeah. Pot, Harry, Harry Potter's, Potter's like the nerdy version of Lord of the Rings. It's Are like, you it's serious? Like the, Bro, it's like the weird... Lord of the Rings is just Dungeons and Dragons. How is it? There's one dragon. And it's the most powerful dragon. Yeah, it's still Dungeons and Lord, Dragons. Lord of the Rings dragon would destroy any dragons in Harry Potter if there are any. That's how See, bad... You don't, you don't even know if there's, Harry Potter you don't Potter even know there's dragons in Harry Potter and you're crapping on it. Have you seen, even seen a single movie? Nope. So how can you crap on it? Because it, it just... Okay, I don't actually, <laughs> I don't actually have anything against Harry Potter. And I'll tell you no, what, you're if, you, if you're going to an employer and they ask you what you like better, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, you want that job, you better say Lord of the Rings. Let me just say this, okay? At Universal Studios, what do they have? Do they have a Harry Potter world or a Lord of the Rings world? Sorry that your fan base is a bunch of 10-year-olds. Fan base is a lot stronger than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, maybe it is, but that's okay. You that doesn't mean that doesn't mean entire amusement park. That's... What do you have? We have a bunch of good movies. That's what we got. A bunch? There's three. Six. Well, yeah, because they decided to dive it. Divide and we have it a TV up, but... series. Boom. All right. On that note, this is it for this uh, episode. Episode four is officially a wrap. Austin, it was a pleasure, even though I disagree with you on this. It's good stuff. Welcome to the good life, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.